You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, let's do a podcast. Let's start a brand new isolated week. Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, today on the show, uh, we brought up my uh, ukulele playing. Well, I, I have a ukulele, and I'm attempting to figure out how to play it. Uh, so that came up on the show today. And then uh, we took a break, and, and I had to, um, uh, when we got back back to the actual show, I had to, uh, I had to go number two. And I was like, oh, I don't like to go during a segment because what if they ask me something on the air? But right. I thought, what are the chances? You know, I go sometimes a while without having to say anything. So I turned the volume up really loud on the headset so I could hear it from the bathroom. And I run in there, and they go to the calls, and I go, watch this woman ask about my ukulele playing. Well, what do you think she did, Jerry? She asked about the ukulele. Right. And then they went to me. I came running out. Good thing not on TV. I pants had no, around your ankles. No pants on. Oh, God. And put the headphones on and had a conversation with a woman. Nude. Nude from the waist down. With, oh, God. Yeah, it was disgusting. It really was. I'm like, oh my you gosh. You had to hear yourself, didn't you? What is go? Well, I didn't want them to think I had disappeared on them or something. But you did. I did disappear on them, right. Yeah. Here's and then what they would have been good. Hey, G, I'm going to be a moment. Right. And then they took a second call from another ukulele person. At which point you didn't have your shirt on and you ran out of the <laughs> So I was still, and then, yeah, then I ran in and, you know, finished what I had to do. You started and stopped that? I did. Oh, okay. I had to, Jerry. That's Can what start happens. start this over? I want to throw up right now. In three, two, one. All right, but here you... we go on the podcast. <laughs> it's a Monday. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, Jerry, did you, I sent you a link over the weekend. Did you happen to I, take a look at it? You know, it's funny you say that. I just saw it this morning at 5.30, so okay. I will. I did not see it when you – it looked like you sent it yesterday. I sent it yesterday. I sent you Post Malone, who I guess is uh, – I know he's very popular. Right. I'm not sure the genre you would put him in. I don't know if he's like a – God, he's like a pop rap pop, guy. I don't Yeah, I don't like a pop rap him. guy. He's the guy with the tattoos on his faces and – I was certainly aware of who he is, but I didn't know any of his songs that I'm aware of. He's got a ton of hits. Got a ton of hits. He does. But he, for uh, coronavirus charity, he, uh, Travis Barker, who is the drummer for Blink-182, and uh, another guitarist and a bass player, all in their own homes, put on a concert the other day where they did just Nirvana songs. Well, that's cool. 
and uh, they were asking for donations, which they were going to donate to the World Health Organization. Okay, that's neat. I thought it was awesome. Well, it was good, huh? It was really good, and I thought that was smart too, because like I said, like I'm a, I'm a guy who do, who's aware of Post Malone, but I don't know any of his songs. I did go to uh, Spotify after that and said, let me see what his most popular songs are. Circles. Uh, that is up there. Not not his most popular. Though? Uh, it might be his most popular. I'm not sure. I don't remember okay. now. But um, now, will I be listening to Post Malone? Probably not, because it didn't really catch my ear. Sure. But his versions of the Nirvana songs were really good. They were no full kidding. out, balls out rock and roll. He sounds like uh, grovelly voice Nirvana. Yeah. No, he's got. He really does have a good voice, and whether you like, yeah the rap or not um a lot of the pop rap that's out there and uh, there's a lot of uh, bleeping out and silencing the curses it very catchy i mean he's it's good and you know what he crosses over i've actually seen some of his live stuff mm-hmm. and he's tremendous he's got a good story so i know it's yeah. a weird look with all those tattoos on his face but um yeah that's cool i will definitely try and check it out yeah and then uh, they also wore uh like old lady house coats as their uh, as their stage uh, outfits. Is there which, a reason uh, for that? I think Nirvana used to do that every now and then. Okay. They'd wear like good grandmother house coats. Got it. Very so interesting. I, think they I will, I will check authentic. it out today. Yeah, I didn't li- watch the whole thing. What I did is I would fast forward through to the songs I wanted to hear. Right. Like a Drain You is very good. How long was this? It was... About an hour? Yeah, I think about an hour. Nice. It was good. It was very casual. Sounded great. Well, you could just Google it. I appreciate the email. If people want to check that out, you just Google Post Malone. It like comes up right away. Cool. Post Post Malone and Nirvana. Um, I saw a story, Jerry, about what strip clubs are going to look like when we return from coronavirus. I do not buy it. Gloves, masks, no lap dances. I think that will last about two weeks. <laughs> don't you? I mean, do you yeah, really no think that that's what that's going to be the look? No. I don't strip either. clubs are already breaking the rules. There's supposed to be no contact lap dances, and all the strip clubs in New Jersey do contact lap dances. Which one's your favorite? <laughs> was, was is what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they they you know, unless cops go in there, they're they do what they want to do. Yeah, I mean that doesn't. Now, did you see the um, did you see the photo that is circulating from Newport uh, circulating from Newport Beach, California, from yesterday? Uh, uh, the beach shot packed. Yeah, <laughs> packed. Yeah, well, listen, the New Jersey be- uh, beaches were very crowded this week. Yeah, well, we'll see and what they we- do. We'll see what they do as the weather gets warm. It's uh, yeah. going to be very interesting. I also saw a video over the weekend where a woman got arrested for uh, taking kids kids to the park. I think in Iowa. Yeah, I forget where it was. So very interesting. Well, what's coming well, up? What's weird is um, I was saying this on the show. I don't I don't know if you were in there at the time, but the you know the the boardwalks are all closed, which just moves all the people into the street. So now because right. people, people are, are still, still out. Yeah, people are still going there. Yeah, I unless you're going to have cops tell them they're not allowed, people are going to peruse. Right. So it's a very um, confusing time right now. Yeah, it's very. I odd. would say. Yeah, I mean, I went to. I, I told um, I told Kim this this over the weekend. So when I go to the store, I try to go at six thirty, seven o'clock in the morning, so there's nobody there. Yeah. 
So this weekend, Saturday, it's something I wanted to finish outside. And I know it's not essential, but that's why I go early when there's no one at the store. So I got to Home Depot about 20 after 7 on Saturday morning. The place was packed. So I'm like, all right, the hell with this. I went to Lowe's, and that was actually okay. So I got in and out relatively quickly. Yeah. But I needed one thing to finish. So I went back out at 1.30. Al, it looked like December 22nd at the, at the mall. Mm-hmm. The parking lot was jammed. I mean, there's yeah. no way all those people's pipe bursts, and they're just getting essential uh, materials. No, they just want to get out. I, I wanted to go to uh, Home Depot just to roam around, legitimately to roam around. Sure, I could see that. But the stores, those stores that are open are very busy. Yeah, I wanted to uh, go to Whole Foods yesterday. This, this I didn't understand. So I go to Whole Foods. Now, I know it was a Sunday afternoon, and there was a huge line outside to get in. Right. And I'm in the line, and I'm looking in the store, and all the cashiers are standing there with nothing to do. There's no really? one check. There's no one in there. So by the time I get in there, I'm walking around. There's barely anyone in the store. And when I was checking out, finally one of the managers said, she looked outside, saw the line, looked in the store, saw no one in there. And she's like, why are they not letting people in? I don't know how, what what count they were using, but there was no one in, like, it were very few people in the store and a huge line outside. Uh, yeah, strange. And in very, other stores... Like I went to the Whole Foods in Marlboro on Friday. It was packed, and everyone was allowed in the store. I don't get it. Uh, different stores are handling things differently. I said Home Depot and Lowe's. Home Depot, the lot, when I say it was packed, the, they're counting the people in the store. And so yeah. the line at 730 in the morning was already rather lengthy. At Lowe's, it doesn't seem like they have a count. They're just asking right. everybody to be courteous and stay six feet away. So the stores are all handling things differently. The one thing I will say, uh, everyone has masks on. Um, so I guess that's a good thing that people are abiding by that. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Different store to different store. It's, it's, uh, everything is changing uh, daily, it seems like. It was also funny to see in the, the Whole Foods that I went to yesterday, I saw a guy legitimately in a gas mask. Really? And then other people in a handkerchief. Like, <laughs> a little different. What is the theory behind the mask is what? So that we don't spit germs into the air? I think the theory behind the mask is if you cough or sneeze, you will block some, just some, of the droplets hitting the air. Like It doesn't protect us from anything. No. They told us we needed N95 masks to do that. Right. Which we don't have. Right. Okay. And then some stores I go to, like I go to like a Dunkin' Donuts. Sometimes they have a mask. Sometimes no mask. Sometimes gloves. Sometimes no gloves. And they're There's, open? Because the ones by oh, me, yeah. only the drive throughs are open. Oh, no. The one by me here in uh, Matawan is uh, you go right, you go in. They don't have a drive through no kidding. Yeah, the, yeah, there's one, but there's also one uh, um, about a mile from my house that does not have a drive through They're closed. That's the other thing. Like, hmm, I think I just lost you. Hold on a second here. No, I heard just you. Just ripped the uh, headset right out so you could be talking. No. Uh, there we go. Hi. There you are. Um, rip the headset right out of the thing. The from store to store. So like Carvel is closed by me, mm-hmm. and they say that we'll you know we'll be back when we can. Meantime, Dairy Queen's open. Yeah, <laughs> like, ice cream what? stores by me are all open. I don't understand. Like it's like no rhyme or reason to who's yes. open and who's not. Right, and what's determined as uh, essential. essential. Right, well, uh, yeah. Like the pretzel factory is open. How the hell is that an essential <laughs> business? They're serving food. But they're pretzels. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's very confusing. It's maddening. I need things back to normal, Jerry. 
How it's going to be. That? I I I honestly believe back to normal will be in 2021. I 2021. I a hundred percent believe that. Now today on the show we brought up we did over under on when we'll be back in the studio together. Okay, I see June first. Geo set it at June 15th. Oh, okay. I'll take the under then. Oh, I took the over. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that too. Kim asked me, I said probably July, but the more I yeah. thought about it, if they're going to start easing restrictions, I could see us in early June with not people there, like skeleton crews, kind of like right, right before yes. we went home where we're the only ones in the place. I, I could see that. Yeah, I wonder how they'll do that, though. Like, will some of the office people come back first because uh, we're able to do our shows from home? I don't know if that's necessary, but I do think for us it would be good. But that having been said, I have absolutely gotten used to this. Me too. I've gotten used to sleeping seven to eight hours a night. Mm-hmm. I've gotten used to the, – the only thing that's hard, and I've said this before, and now with the TV component, with the camera on all the time too, using my laptop camera, it's really difficult now for me to edit during the show. So yeah. that's kind of an issue. But beyond that, I mean, this is – I kind of like the setup. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. You're right. The sleeping, the no commuting. Yeah. I mean, I've – you know, since – so the last day we were in the studio was when? I think – I believe it was March 20th. Okay, March 20th. Today is April 27th. Right. I have not gotten a drop of gas in my car since that day because I filled up that morning. Really? I don't go anywhere. Yeah, I guess my rides down to the Jersey Shore to go to Gina's house. I, 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 sure. I'm getting gas like once every two and a half weeks. Right. That makes sense. I'm literally the only place I've gone to with my truck has been the recycling yard to drop off like, you know, leaves and stuff or whatever. And that's three miles from my house. I don't go anywhere to Lowe's, which is a yeah. I, I don't go I, nowhere. Pretty hmm. wild. So yeah, I do have so, to get gas now, though, I will say. You do. Yeah, I do. I'm I, that six weeks is over. I need to I need to put something in the car. Will you wear a mask when you get gas? Uh, no, I don't. Not in my car. I don't think so. Yeah, in the car, I, I put it on when I get out. I don't know where people are getting all these masks from. Well, it's interesting you say that because the only reason we have what we have was we had an unfortunate incident uh, that worked out okay, but last month uh, that we had a quick visit to the hospital, and so we ended up with four masks because we were there. Right. Um, and that's the otherwise I'd be probably be wrapping a T-shirt around my face. <laughs> I got uh, I have one of the N95 masks that we wore before coronavirus was a thing. And we and Boomer had the norovirus. Yes. And we were wearing them around him. I didn't but keep I, mine. I kept, you know, it's so weird. I kept mine. I was like, I may as well just keep this in my bathroom closet just in case I ever need a mask. Mm, look at you. I remember but, saying to myself, get this away from me. I'm not using this. It's very uncomfortable. It's so, uh, you can't breathe in the thing. Yeah, I can imagine, but it's but very I, protective. I ordered some off of that company that, um, I, I didn't get them yet, but that company, Custom Ink, where you could do like, um, make your own t-shirts and things. Okay, you they can have, get masks? They have masks. Wow. I didn't get anything printed on it, but uh, I'm getting those in because they seem easier to put on and off than this N95 mask. All right. I gotta be That's honest, what I'm is, doing, Jerry. This has not been a fun podcast. That's true. Listen, sometimes reality hits in. I did try to, <laughs> with the poop talk early on, I tried to steer it in a different direction. <laughs> strip clubs post-pandemic. That Well, but the problem with the strip clubs is it's it's like real-life strip club stuff. Right. Like, what are well, they doing now? Like, if you were a stripper, male or just, female? 
if they're not breaking the rules, mm-hmm. well, first of all, they're closed. They're closed. Unless that's is that essential? I guess no, for some that is not is. essential. So when they open, I guess they, I'm sure within weeks they'll be back to what they usually do. Yeah. But I would think they're just on stage, just dancing, doing their I, thing. Yeah. Right. Not the whole idea of the place anyway. What's that dancing? Yes. Yes, that is the whole idea. Although so they'll have to revert. Is, yeah, revert back to that. To dancing, just dancing only. Yeah, did you see ESPN is going to start broadcasting South Korea baseball? I did not. The one that you've been watching online? No, or that's that you Taiwanese Taiwan. baseball, which 11 Sports is broadcasting live on Twitter. ESPN is going to do the South Korean Baseball League, hmm. which I think starts in a couple weeks. So that's kind of cool. And then just, yeah, let's go. We need one thing. Come on. One thing. We need NFL football. Can Although I give you this quote real quick? This is yes. awesome. Well, hopefully NFL football. I don't, even, I don't care if there are fans. We just need football. Yes. It'd be like watching, uh, you know, the XFL. Um, so how about this quote? Remember Novak Djokovic? We were talking last week how he does not believe in vaccines. This is the uh, tennis player. Uh, tennis guy, yeah. So he has decided to start a fund for low-level pros, pro tennis players, since there's no tournaments to make money. Well, Dominic Team, who is the number three player in the world right now, said, yeah, no thanks. He wrote, quote, there are many players who don't put the sport above everything else and don't live in a professional manner. I don't see why I should give such players money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. Because I'd rather give the money to people or organizations that really need it. Good for him. Hey, good for you. Yeah, I think that's kind of funny and also accurate. Good for you. Yeah. What do you got going on today, Jerry? What's the rest of the record day look like today? You know what? No, I don't think anything because the weather's terrible Nothing? again. So I, I don't know. Just learning the ukulele. No, I'm good. I mean, I'll be done at noon when my shift is over, and then okay. um, I don't. I honestly don't know. I, I don't know. We got to do another sports challenge this week. I think we're going to do the wiffle ball home run hitting derby, home oh, run derby. The uh, basketball one was a very big hit on video on social media. It, yeah, it did good. I was I was happy about that. We have a couple more basketball ones we're going to do, including horse. Um, which I think will be fun because Izzo does such a good job with it. Yes. Um, you know, I thought I thought it was tremendous what he did. So we'll do – got some more things coming up. And the last one we're going to finish with is an obstacle course in my backyard. Oh, I like that, like the, the old Battle of the Network stars. Yes. I'm trying to figure out, though, what – I don't want to break my leg. <laughs> yes, that would be unfortunate. Like I thought a cool thing would be to jump off a trampoline, but then I'm like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> so I got to figure that part out. So I think what we'll do is we will crawl under the trampoline. Okay. As one of the obstacles. So, so what's, yeah, what's, gotta, what's the next thing you guys are doing? Uh, I th- th- we're going to do the home run hitting. Home run. Home run derby with the wiffle balls. Okay. I think that's what we're going to do. Well, so, I wish but, you luck, Jerry. Hopefully you could beat uh, I'll win your that. children. I actually think I'll win that. But the weather's terrible today, so maybe tomorrow will be nice. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow and get it to Izzo tomorrow afternoon. Tomorrow will be nice is what I hear. All right. Sounds All right, Jerry. Well, you enjoy your day. I'm going to enjoy my day. I'm going to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I might go for a run. I might play the piano, the ukulele. Who make knows? Make some chicken. It sounds uh, like every other day. Definitely going to make some chicken. It is the same every freaking day. I'm going to go have breakfast now. I'll see you later. All right, Jerry. A warm-up program is next. See you. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. All right, we go. We start a new week. It's a Monday. Al Dukes, what's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. If you're wondering where we are in the pandemic, I am at the point where I now am playing a ukulele. Okay. 
That sounds exciting. This is that's, where we are, Jerry. That's like Andy Griffith from uh, Matlock. That's what you've become. Is that what he does? He plays the uh, ukulele? He would play the, on the porch. He lived in the Georgia. Uh, yeah. He tried cases and would go and, and be like a detective, not only just a lawyer, but a detective too. Okay. And his clients at a prison. And uh, yeah, a lot of times at the end of Matlock, he would be there on the porch and he'd play his ukulele and sing terribly. Relaxing, right? It seems very relaxing to play the ukulele. It does, but it seems old. It does seem old or Hawaiian, either or, Jerry, Ooh, however like, you choose to look at it. I like that better, Hawaiian. I like to look at it like a Hawaiian, relaxing beach guy. It's got also only four strings as opposed to the guitar with six. Mm, so you could learn it quicker. A little easier, Jerry, a little what, easier. What could you play for me right now? On the ukulele? No, Alan, your grand piano. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, I could just play chords right now. This is a C. Okay. F. You. A minor. <laughs> Do not say F-U to me. I'm playing the the ukulele for you. Sorry. All right, Jerry, let's get really down to it. So, uh, you can become a modern-day uh, Tiny Tim. Yes, I could do uh, Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Yes. Maybe I'll learn that later Please, on uh, today. learn that, yes. All right. It might seem a little more involved than what I'm doing right now. But, Jerry, yesterday was parts three and four of the Jordan Bowles documentary. I watched three and a few minutes of four, kind of like last week. I will have oh, okay. to finish four uh, when we're done later. Yeah, I only watched the sum of three. Okay. I didn't get all the way through it. But uh, I do like to take the temperature of people, Jerry, via uh, Twitter. Right. And these are the things that stood out based on Twitter. These are things people were tweeting about the Rodman, uh, Michael Jordan documentary. Can I tell you what I took from it real quick? Yes. To see if I'm... All right, see if you line up, Jerry. Let's see that. To me, three was all about Rodman. It was fine. Here's what I took from it. Two things. His mom kicked him out of the house when he was 16. Yeah. Fascinating. Rodman, yeah. Yeah. And then the second one, the fact that Phil Jackson lets him go to Vegas for a two-day respite, and he stays there for five days, and Jordan had to go get him. Right. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. And Carmen Electra is basically nude hiding behind a chair. (laughs) Nude Carmen Electra from the 90s. Really interesting, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I took from what I saw last time. All right, well, here's what I found on on Twitter. These were things people were tweeting about. Okay. Uh, A lot of people tweeting the video of Jerry Krause dancing on a plane with um, Scottie Pippen after they beat the Pistons. Okay. Wow, I didn't see that. It must have been in the second episode. I don't remember seeing that. Okay. Yeah. Fat Jerry Krause dancing down the airplane aisle with a uh, red Solo cup full of something. Okay. Uh, Horace Grant calling the Pistons straight up bitches. (laughs) And uh, Carmen uh, Electra still looking uh, fine, sexy and beautiful, Jerry, all these years later. She's how old? I think she's uh, late 40s, 48 maybe. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, you think she's a little older? No, you know what? I guess not. Mm, let me yeah. Google that, Jerry. Carmen no, Electra. She's probably our age. That's about right. Yeah. No, no, that's right. Has to be because this this we were talking in the, the late 90s when she was hanging out with Rodman, right? Wow, I nailed 90s. it, Jerry. 48 years old. Okay. You know, she looks fantastic. I was, She has not aged. Not badly, no. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. And she still, you can tell she takes care of herself. She's in shape. Very pretty. Yeah. Oh, yes, Jerry. Um, what else did I want to get to you today? Oh, this Adam Schefter situation about the, you know, the Eagles took quarterback Jalen Hurts. Yes. Just the Adam, coronavirus comment. Yeah. Adam Schefter actually said. I know. You know, of teams drafting quarterbacks who already have quarterbacks, like the Eagles already have Carson Wentz. Quote, what if your quarterback gets the virus? <laughs> I mean. 
I, well, Come I, this is on. where we're at, dude. This is where we're at, and you know what we're doing? We're talking <laughs> about them. But do you think the Eagles actually took Jalen Hurts in case Carson Wentz gets coronavirus? No, I think they took Jalen Hurts because Carson Wentz has not proven to be able to stay on the field for a full season so far in his very brief career, and they're looking for help, just like Nick Foles helped them a couple of years ago. Or if he gets coronavirus. or One of the two things. Right. Which in, I mean, that in, seemed very strange. I agree. I totally agree. Now, we saw the – what was it? Mono with Sam Darnold? I guess the new That's mono true. was coronavirus. Right. Sam Darnold did have mono last year. We yeah. thought that was a big deal. Imagine I if he did, had coronavirus. I did think that was a bizarre comment, though. I'm totally with you. By Shefta? Yeah, strange. Do you think he got that from someone, or he was just like, well – you never know with coronavirus. My guess would be he's probably talked to a number of front office personnel, and someone along the way absolutely said, you know what, we got to draft just in <laughs> case of this. And you know what, it fits, so why not? Just and in this- case coronavirus hits. Yeah, I mean, it's the, the the world we're living in right now. So it really doesn't surprise me, but I was kind of surprised he did put it out there, you know, in a way. Right. The uh, New England Patriots drafted a kicker. His name is Justin... Rohrwasser. <laughs> yes. And there was some concern that he had a tattoo or has a tattoo. He's got a couple of tattoos, Jerry. Right. One of them is a three percenter tattoo. Okay. I don't know. See, I su- saw this. I don't know what this means. Go I ahead. did uh, Google it. Supposedly it's some sort of militia group. Like oh. they're going to attack the government or something. Okay. So he says um, he's going to cover it up that uh, he didn't get it uh, for that reason. Why do you that get? uh, he gets a lot of random tattoos. Oh boy, yeah. What did did, Bel- did Belichick address this? No, I don't. I did not see any Belichick addressing the three percenter tattoo. Says okay. he it doesn't represent a militia group to him. And then he also has a Dave Matthews tattoo, which you okay. can't be a tough guy with a three percenter tattoo and then also have a Dave Matthews band tattoo. I suppose, I suppose not. What does that look like, a Dave Matthews band tattoo? <laughs> DMB, Jerry, Dave Matthews band. Interesting. Maybe, maybe you got some ants, ants marching <laughs> up his arm. <laughs> and funny. That'd oh, by the way, cool since you mentioned, you mentioned music. Yeah. And I saw Sammy Hagar's show, Hagar, Sammy on the Road, or whatever it's called on Access TV. Yeah. I mean, you don't have access, do you? You know, I think I do have it. I just, I always forget to look for it. You ha- I'm telling you, it's just a great, great channel. I watched a whole bunch of it yesterday. They had concerts and documentaries. It was true. But I was watching the Hagar thing last night just for a couple of minutes. And you are so right. The guy's how old? He's 60 in his something? No, he's 70. He he still looks like he's right, in his right now. Forward. I'm gonna Google now, Sammy Hagar. Hold there are on, some Jerry. shots of him where he's heavy, and you can tell he's gotten older. Is that but right? Then there are other shots of him when it's like chest up, and you can just see his yeah. face, and he's kind of moving around. It's like, how old is this guy? He looks he's, like he could still be out on tour, and you know, oh, very he impressive. Is Seventy-two years old, Jerry. Seventy-two. He does not look anything like he is seventy-two. Sammy Hagar could be my father, the yes, Red Rocker. All absolutely. Of if I could only follow in my father the Red Rocker's footsteps, Jerry, and rock the world. That ukulele, and you'll be on stage soon. I might do a ukulele style. Maybe you'll be at Count Basie in uh, June of 20, uh, 2027 <laughs> when things open up again. Yeah, uh, 2027, so a couple years I've got ahead of me. <laughs> yes, you got seven years to practice. Jerry, shocking news in the world of sports and celebrity couples. Ooh, I saw this. Very shocking news. Oh. Jay Cutler. And Kristen Cavallari, Cavallari, yeah. Cavallari, very Cavallari, yeah. are uh, going to divorce. Okay. I yeah, thought they, they were they a happy couple. That show? 
No, I think they announced it. Uh, she announced it on uh, Instagram. We're oh, we all okay. we're all big announcements come these days, Jerry. Is this true? A very difficult time in their lives. They're set. To, I wonder if coronavirus did them in as far as you know being stuck together. Although I would think they're always stuck together. These uh, p- celebrities that don't have real nine to five type jobs, they they're always cameras home. following them everywhere. Like I don't yeah. understand how people live like that. I get if you're shooting a show. And you're going to be shooting between these hours. But if you've got the cameras stationed in your house around the clock, yes, that's got to be so stressful. Could you imagine, like, how long do you think it would take you to get used to having cameras on you constantly? Because I'm sure you, like everyone else, you talk to yourself once in a while. And I do, yeah. I'm sure you have said something to yourself that you may or may not mean towards whether it's your current girlfriend, your old girlfriends, whoever it might be, your moms, right? Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh, no, the camera was on. Oh, wait, there's a camera here. Right. Yeah, no, I'm very concerned uh, when when the the third phase of CBS Sports Network's uh, opening up of the Boomer and Geo show occurs when I get a camera in here. Right. You know, I eat bananas. I'm eating Cheerios during the show. I'm rolling my eyes when you guys say dumb things. Like, I don't want that on camera. Just move over. Just slide over from the slide camera? Slide over. If you're going to eat a banana, get, or, slide over. Or when I'm going to eat a banana, I just cover the camera up. Or you could, is that what you do when you watch porn? <laughs> you never know who's watching, Jerry. You never know who's looking in. I know. You tell me that all the time. These cameras could, are live. Yeah, you could be hacked. You never know. You never, never know. Who do you One think more will before be, we take a break. Who do you think will be seen with more celebrities or with more partners, Kristen Cavallari or Jay Cutler? Well, that's a stupid question. <laughs> Jay Cutler? Jay Cutler's a dud. <laughs> what Kristen do you mean? Cavallari. No, but the women tend to settle down with, uh, like, she's, I bet you she'll settle in with uh, another fine gentleman where he'll just bounce from gal to gal. Yeah, but you think he's going to make it known? That he he's doesn't uh, free? He's the type that's going to tell anybody. You like, he's, he's gonna... not going to flaunt it and be posting pictures. Right. Oh, you mean with his new partners? Right. Partners in crime? Yes. I think it would be up to the partner to do that, not him. Okay. So I say Kristen Cavallari, as soon as she's off the market or dating, will know. Because she's got a show. Right. She does have a show. Right. He's not the star. Right. He's, well, I mean, he was an interesting figure in the show because he was so boring. Right. And seemed so. miserable, right? And it makes you wonder, like, what did she ever see in him? Yeah. Some women like um, men that remind them of their dads. We're going to take a quick break. All right, Jerry. Uh, quick when break. We I'll use. <laughs> when we come back, another couple of stories or so, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 on this Monday on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got a couple more minutes than Boomer and Geo at the top. Al, what else? I saw Jameis Winston was talking to the Saints about uh, uh, hopping aboard that team. Yeah. But then they also just paid that Taysom Hill two years, $21 million. Yeah, that's a nice chunk of change. $16 million guaranteed. Oof. And he only comes in on like third and short. Yeah, he can. he's a do-it-all type of quarterback. Take a couple of snaps. He can be a wide receiver. He can run the ball a little bit. He's a do-everything guy. So then why do they need Jameis Winston? Uh, more traditional type quarterback in case Drew Brees gets hurt? I don't know. I although, thought the, very interesting. Although, you know, Jerry, I would love to be in, in <laughs> right if Drew Brees gets coronavirus, then Jameis Winston comes in. Right. 
so Jameis Winston, that he'd almost be like the third string quarterback there. That would be my be my dream job. Well, he'd never getting in. I guess the question would be, how would you list them on the depth chart? Would you name Taysom Hill as a quarterback, or could you put him on the depth chart as a wide receiver and leave Winston as the two? I'd label him as a five-tool guy, Jerry. I don't <laughs> right, know exactly. The, I don't know if the NFL roster allows for such category categorization. Yeah, you're allowed one five-tool player per team. What are the five tools of football? Uh, catching, right? Throwing, okay. Blocking. Ooh, I like that one. Running. Yes. Kicking, which is always the hard what one. What about to get. tackling? Well, these are offensive players. Jerry. Oh, okay. Five tool for defensive player. player. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Five tool for defensive player. Tackling, blocking, deflecting balls. <laughs> Ball deflector. <laughs> Covering. <laughs> what else? What else, Jerry? Um, oh, this is. I always love these things. Like when guys have been in the league for a hundred years, like uh, Tom Brady has. Right. Something like this is bound to happen. Uh, Antoine Winfield. Junior. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, he goes to the Buccaneers. He's going to be teammates with Tom Brady. His dad has an interception off of Tom Brady. The NFL Draft what, is history. That. 